what is the meaning of life? To simply ask the question can feel ridiculous because in the intellectual mainstream of our culture, it's now assumed that life has no meaning. The grand religious narratives that gave us meaning in the past have crumbled under skeptical scrutiny, so we put our faith in science, which uses reason to describe a universe which exists without a reason. I'm astonished by our scientific knowledge and the technological world it has allowed us to create. I'm convinced that nothing has done more to ameliorate human suffering than the scientific method. Yet science offers us power, not purpose. Despite its impressive ability to explain the how of life, it can say nothing about why. This has left our postmodern world gripped by a soul crisis, caused by lack of meaning. It seems to me, however, that human beings need meaning as much as they need food or shelter, perhaps more so. Human beings made resilient by meaning can withstand terrible adversity. Human beings enlivened by meaning can create new worlds. Human beings given hope by meaning can face the inevitability of death. Feeling free to ask big questions such as, why am I alive, is important. But increasingly our culture ridicules such existential inquiry. We are told that we now have the answers to these questions, unsavoury as they turn out to be. Our ancestors filled their heads with religious wishful thinking, but we know the hard truth. There is no purpose to life. There's no benevolent God. There is no immortal soul. We're just clever primates clinging to a spinning rock in a cosmos created by chance and heading for oblivion. This pessimistic worldview doesn't feel right to me, but I don't believe the solution is to revive the superstitions of the past. In my previous books, I've been an outspoken critic of religion, and I believe that the creation of a secular society has been one of the greatest human achievements. Yet I feel we urgently need an alternative to the soul-destroying understanding of science that has become dominant in our culture over the last few decades. I call this philosophy scientific objectivism because it regards only the objective world as real. For scientific objectivists, the world of my imagination from which these words are pouring right now is just a byproduct of a piece of meat called the brain, because only the world that can be measured and mapped really exists. Enthusiastic presenters of science documentaries bring the objectivist gospel to the people, inspiring us with a vision of the wonders of nature, which are truly astonishing. Yet there is a dark side to their vision which goes unmentioned, so they inadvertently lead us into a cold, futile, mechanical world. A belief in scientific objectivism doesn't stop us caring, of course, but it leaves us irrationally compassionate in the face of the indifference of nature, which is interested in survival of the strongest, not kindness towards the most in need. Our compassion is reduced to sociobiology. Our goodness to others is just the playing out of evolutionary advantageous communal behaviours. Our love is just chemicals. In my experience, scientific objectivists can display a sort of macho intellectualism which delights in reducing all that humans most value to just this or just that. Our ability to make choices, especially moral choices, is one of the defining characteristics of our humanity. 
or at least it was until scientific objectivists showed us that we are no more than puppets being moved about by material causality. The reductionism that reduces the mind to the brain comes with the equally bleak philosophy of determinism, which holds that everything is determined by the laws of physics. Everything happens according to strict causality, which means the future is fixed. The idea that I'm choosing to write this sentence is just an illusion because really all my choices are causally determined by physics. As the hard-headed cult of objectivism has taken hold of the intellectual mainstream, I've watched its effects on my friends and on myself. I've seen us infected by the often unconscious assumption that all educated people know this worldview describes the way things really are.